Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Too much coffee could be harmful to people with hypertension. All right, I'm not going to like this story. Mm-hmm. I have hypertension and I like too much coffee. Okay. All right, new research suggests that people with severe, okay, good, severely high blood pressure. <laughs> okay, good. All right, mine is not severe, it's near severely. All right, new research suggests that people with severely high blood pressure who drink two or more cups of caffeinated coffee each day have double mm-hmm. the risk of a heart attack, stroke, or other cardiovascular diseases. In contrast, drinking green tea or just one cup of coffee did not produce the same results. Research was conducted on individuals with different levels of hypertension in order to determine if the protective effects of coffee would also apply as well as on green tea in the same population. Let me just also be clear here that some of these studies, if we don't have the raw numbers, it could be that it's one in every hundred mm-hmm. who drinks coffee, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then when they, you know, they look at people who drink two cups of coffee and then it's like now two mm-hmm. in 100 and they say, well, it's doubled yeah. it t- technically, statistically it has. So let's just be clear without some raw numbers here. It's hard to make any assertions uh, uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. And healthy adults drinking one cup of caffeinated coffee per day may lower the death risk following a heart attack and prevent heart attacks and strokes. Wow, I drink one cup of coffee maybe a day. This is lovely. Yes. People who don't. But, but this is following a heart attack. We don't oh, want you to. Have oh, heart probably, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reel those words. Let's get those back. words back. <laughs> People who don't have high blood pressure or hypertension may actually benefit from drinking coffee. But in addition to raising blood pressure, too much coffee consumption has been linked to anxiety, heart palpitations, and sleep disturbances. In the new study, participants belonging to each category blood pressure were examined in relationship to their coffee consumption rate. There was a higher rate of consumption of coffee among younger participants, current smokers, current drinkers, and meat eaters. Participants with higher total cholesterol levels and lower systolic blood pressures were also more likely to drink coffee frequently. It was observed that participants with grade two to three hypertension who consume two more cups of coffee per day have an increased risk of cardiovascular disease related mortality. Contrary to this, no such association was observed among participants with optimal and normal blood pressures, high normal blood pressures, or grade one hypertension. Green tea consumption was not associated with any of these risks. The positive effects of green tea catechins on the body are sufficient to counter the negative effects of caffeine on the cardiovascular system. This results in caffeinated green tea being harmless and typically even helpful. The members of the study suggest more research, but also support the assertion that people with severe high blood pressure should avoid drinking excessive amounts of coffee until more is known. 
I think based on this, we could fairly say one cup to get you up is not a bad idea for most everyone, but when you're fiending for the second, consider replacing it with a glass of water or a cup of green tea. So just like drinking and red wine or what have you, mm -hmm. do you oftentimes see stories that are like drinking two glasses of red wine is good. Mm -hmm. Drinking one drop of alcohol will blind you when you're 14, you know, like all of these, it's just, you have to take this stuff in total. Of course, mm -hmm. just live life without excess, right? right. Everything in moderation, right. right? Like for me, I have maybe two cups of coffee a day, maybe, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe if I'm at the hospital, maybe a third, just out of habit, just to give me something to do, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the effects of coffee are interesting. The, the coffee doesn't necessarily wake you up. Coffee, caffeine works by blocking receptors so that you don't feel tired. Mm -hmm. That's all that, that's what caffeine does. I, I used to think of it as being a stimulant. It's not so much a stimulant as it does. It just, it's not that it wakes you up. It just prevents you from feeling tired, which I think is a really fascinating thing i learned i learned uh I, I learned about the science of of coffee uh uh ironically enough that one of my ukrainian courses that we were taking when we were training uh doing the trauma training for uh physicians mm -hmm. uh in, in ukraine uh we had a scientist who came on to talk about the effects of caffeine mm -hmm. interestingly enough how many cups of coffee do you drink i just one and that's and maybe every day every other day and usually it's not if I do drink a really? cup of coffee, is it is because I'm tired or simply because, oh, I'm bored. Let me just, you know, just make it done. Right. But not, I don't feel like I need it. But so no more. Than in the morning, morning, in the morning, first thing in the morning, you don't drink a cup of coffee? No, I don't know. Some, I might have it with breakfast, but, but again, it's just, just cause. <laughs> right. You know, if I'm, if I'm right. extra sleepy, then I will. What about like at a restaurant after dinner? Nope. No, like don't need to think about it or something. I, I mean, I, I like tea, so I'll do tea sometimes. But um, yeah, no, no coffee after dinner at a restaurant. Uh, if we're all still sitting around or whatever, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. See, and, and that doesn't keep you awake. <laughs> I'm a doctor, dude. Oh uh, like, well. First thing they the first thing they teach you is how to sleep in medical school because <laughs> you stay up for so long yeah. that when you need sleep. You need to go to sleep. Like you yeah. just need to go down. Yeah. Like yeah. When it's time for me to like, when it's like, oh, it's bedtime. I laid out. Pff, I'm out. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but you know, my mom is like that. My mom will literally drink a cup of coffee at eleven o'clock at night and go to sleep. Yeah. Like she'll say that. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm tired. Let me drink a cup of coffee to go to bed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> don't get it. That's funny. Okay, quick, quick question, because not related to this, but you made me think when you said caffeine doesn't actually make you, it doesn't wake you up, it just stops you from feeling tired, or it yeah. stops the pain. I've I heard a doctor say that just like, it's like ibuprofen and Tylenol. Ibuprofen actually uh, works to stop pain and stop inflammation, whereas Tylenol only stops you from feeling the pain. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. I, I would, Actually, I wouldn't embrace that. that. I wouldn't have phrased it like that, mm -hmm. but that's essentially, I. that's true. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize Tylenol had no anti-inflammatory properties. It was it, like, it just stopped you from feeling it. it. Like it didn't help. It, it's just, it's, 
Tylenol is a pain reliever and a fever reducer. Mm -hmm. And uh, ibuprofen is a pain reliever, a fever reducer, mm -hmm. and an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. I guess I just didn't uh, think about it. People take Advil or leave like it's candy and it's, they should not, especially yeah. when people age. Yeah. Yeah. Be, every time I take an Aleve at 55, I'm very cautious about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it can affect um, your stomach and your kidneys. Yeah. I saw that they were talking about the effects of on the stomach. Like somebody had to have like a couple inches yeah. of the intestines removed because of chronic ibuprofen use. Exactly right. Okay, sorry. I just, I just, I saw a doctor say that, and I was like, I, didn't, I never realized that about Tylenol. I don't think I don't, yeah. I don't think I connected it. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review, letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefuzzleshow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.